You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 153, What's Your Decluttering Style? Welcome to episode 153 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach feng shui online at mindfuldesignschool.com. Be sure to check us out there. We also have a mailing list that you could sign up for that tells you all about our upcoming podcasts, free workshops, and actually we have a couple of really interesting offerings coming up for our listeners. So we hope you will sign up for a mailing list. So hi, Laura, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Today, actually today we are talking about what's your decluttering style and if you are interested in that, and that's something that, you know, the idea of decluttering or starting over, refreshing, we're starting the new year coming up in a few days, and you want to get ahead of that and start to shift the energy in your home. We created a package. We actually do it every year. It's the 2022 energy clearing package. And in that you have videos where Angie and I walk you through how to declutter by using the Bagua. So really using feng shui at its heart. We have space clearing demos and then meditations, but you also get your invitation to join us to celebrate the Lunar New Year on January the 31st and Lunar New Year's Eve. And we will be going through all of the Zodiac animals, what's coming for the year. And then we're going to do a big, beautiful personal clearing session. Ta-da! Yeah. It's always fun to meet with our listeners every year and do this. How many years have we done it? Like five now? Yeah, I think, yeah, four or five. Yeah. Yeah. And we're welcoming the year of the water tiger and we have a lot of upcoming episodes about that. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. Okay. So today Laura came up with a really great idea. Yeah. What's your decluttering style based on the five elements, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I thought it might be a different way for us to talk about clutter and to give people a different way to think about it and to look at how they interact with clutter. And I always think that this perspective, because its heart is in what we do in feng shui using the five elements and talking about people's personal chi, it's really a way to be kinder to yourself and to really able to give yourself the space to remove, release, reset, but, you know, as you declutter, but always keeping in mind why you approach it from a different way. So, you know, why Angie would do it differently than I would do it. And everyone will have sort of a mix of different types, but you'll probably be dominant in one way or one of these things that these five different styles, feelings, energies that we're going to go through around clutter is going to resonate with you. You're going to be like, oh yeah, that sounds like me because, you know, decluttering can be really daunting for people and it isn't the same for everyone. And we want to show you that from a feng shui perspective, your energy can play a part in how you approach this task. Your elemental energy will show up when you do certain things in life, when you move through the world and do different things and collecting stuff and decluttering is one of them. It's also really going to be, it's fun too. So you can listen and you're going to be, yay, that's me. 
But I think before we get into those five different kinds of clutter, or sorry, five different styles of how you relate to clutter, Angie, I want to ask you, when I say clutter, what do you think of? So the first thing I think of is I feel compassion for people who get really caught up in clutter. People can become so judgmental towards themselves in regards to the clutter of their home. And they often become embarrassed. They feel a lot of shame and they tend to hide parts of themselves to conceal the clutter in their home. And so there's been so many times where I've had clients tell me that they don't want to get started with feng shui or make any changes in their life. In fact, we had a student recently tell a student recently or a graduate recently told me that they told you before they joined the program that they would like to join the program as long as they don't have to declutter their home. So there's a lot of shame and fear connected to clutter. But Laura and I really hope that each person that we work with and people that we're listening to, they start to develop some compassion for themselves because clutter is really a symptom of our modern life, our modern society. When feng shui was developed in ancient times, and even just recently, even like when Laura and I were growing up in the seventies, there wasn't a great deal of clutter because in our modern times, we've accumulated so much stuff. And of course, that's a whole, there's a whole story to that. And we, we could go on a different podcast and talk about that. But when feng shui was developed, there was no such thing as clutter. So feng shui and clutter is not exactly something that's connected, but it is because it is energy. Even nowadays, we can talk about how it's not just physical clutter in your home, but it can be mental clutter. It could be electronic clutter. I saw a meme recently where someone talked, it was like an image of collecting so much information on the internet and on your computer that you might look at one day. And now we have digital clutter too, that doesn't even take any physical space, but it still affects us energetically and keeps us stuck. So when we talk about clutter and feng shui, it's not that we think that everyone should not have any clutter in their life, but we love this elemental approach because it's like, why don't you understand where this is coming from, how it resonates with you, what your style is and learn to accept it, work with it and just take it step by step. Because most of the time, most of the people that I talk to that have clutter, they're not hoarders. I mean, hoarding is like a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. And also there's a difference between mess and clutter too. Like Laura, mm-hmm. what would you say is the difference between mess and clutter? So I actually think mess is attached to creativity as well, or doing and action because a mess, when things are a mess, it means that you're living, that you're doing something that you're maybe you're working at your desk and it's, you know, your papers are all over and you're just in the middle of a big project and, you know, you're just, but you know, where everything is and, and you need that, you need a little bit of that chaos you know, or that mess just to actually get ideas going, but it's not permanent mess. It's something that sort of happens. It's necessary. 
you can't create something, do something without being messy. I'm not saying anything new there, but the difference between clutter, clutter isn't productive. It's not productive. It's not serving a purpose, you know, and I think that's the difference. And, and I think that's the distinction that, you know, you have to think, is this something that is, and, and purpose. And when I, when I say purpose, I mean, in a really wide way, like it doesn't have to be super functional. I just mean, you know, we can be pretty broad about how we think of, of it purpose, but clutter is different than mess. Mess is part of, I, I always really connect it to creativity and to uh, productivity. Yeah. Like you have to make a mess when you cook or you mm-hmm. create an art project. Although I like to clean my, because my style is more metal, which you guys will learn about in this episode. I really like to clean up as I go along. So I don't have much of a mess. Like I'm like, I've started taking ceramics class last uh, this year. And we started doing this group cleanup where you clean up everyone else's, you know, maybe one person is in charge of cleaning up all this throwing wheels. And I went to someone else's wheel and I'm like, oh my God, it's so messy. There was like clay everywhere. And for me, I'm like cleaning up every like, oh, there's a splatter. I clean it up as I go. (laughs) So there's, so that's the fun part about just like having some humor when you look at like Mm. what your tendencies are, what your style is. And then also to ultimately cultivate compassion for yourself and other people to understand that everyone's coming from a different place and you can stop and think, oh, I may be judging this person because of their clutter or judging myself because of my clutter, but you can stop and say, is that really true? What is really going on underneath the surface? And that's really what we look at in feng shui. It's like, it's not just about moving furniture around. It's about looking at your home and seeing what's really happening below the surface. And then the beautiful thing about feng shui is that you can start to move and subtly change the energy of your home. And it's not invasive and amazing things can happen if you start to pay attention and listen to the environment and listen to your home and listen to this energy around you. Yeah. And I think also what we're going to talk about is really listening to yourself and understanding and getting a little more awareness around you, who you are. And again, it comes back to energy. And so the energy that we're going to talk about is specifically with the five elements. So we'll call it elemental energy. It sounds very you know, futuristic, but it's really just means energy that is associated with each of the five elements. So the five elements, if you guys have been listening to us for, I don't know, a while, you may, you've obviously heard of these. If you haven't sort of in a nutshell, it's all about chi and chi is energy way, you know, just to sort of simplify it. And there are five elements that come out of Taoist tradition and feng shui being one of them. And each of those five elements has a different type of chi, different type of energy, characteristics, signatures, things about it, right? And it's things that you can see in a space or the outdoors, or when you see it in nature, which makes a lot of sense. But then we also translate it into how it affects people. So, you know, that energy can actually translate into how you act, which is really interesting. And I think that's for a lot of our students and for a lot of people that come to this practice, sometimes the biggest like, whoa, the biggest aha. It's a very cool thing. So we're going to do it in a really fun way and we're going to go through each of them. So we'll start now and I'm going to start with the first one and I'll tell you when we're going to kind of describe it and then we'll tell you what the element is at the end. Okay, so for decluttering style number one, if this sounds like you, you like to tackle things in spurts. 
So you get really keen. You initially jump on it as if your life depended on it, but then you get bored pretty quickly. You love the idea of lifting boxes, moving stuff around because you kind of get a mini workout too, which is <laughs> you like. But the only thing is, is these great ideas and this initiates this kind of initial excitement. It doesn't really last. So you don't end up finishing it because you found something else that you need to get done or frankly, that you find more interesting. So that is wood energy. That would be someone who is trying to declutter who has a lot of wood energy or wood chi. And wood, you know, as you can get a sense from the description, they're go-getters. They like to do things. There's a lot of, it's the energy of springtime. It's thunder. It's, it's, it's kind of do it's action. So we wanted to also give you a tip. If this sounds like you, would people like a challenge because that's an action and doing. So we'd say, make it a challenge, but keep it short and sweet. It's really important. Short spurts, short. And, but when you're, when you've decided that it's going to be short and sweet, make sure that, you know, it has a beginning and an end because that will be helpful for you and decide again, challenge it's, you know, consider it a challenge to, to, you know, say, okay, I'm going to do this in a short spurt and then I'm going to finish it. Then maybe start with nine minutes a day. That's it. Just do nine minutes a day. Don't do any more or any less and then go from there. So that might add something. So wood people are also really great at starting things and not finishing things. So you could also hire someone or Mm -hmm. recruit a friend, but you know, be very mindful of your friend. Cause actually we recently had, we have a student now who gets recruited to help her friend declutter all the time. And it's really exhausting her. So I'm like, I want my, I want our student to kind of do some self-care and maybe create some boundaries around that, but hiring someone, then that's a very clear relationship, you know, get someone on board, hire someone that is good at finishing things. So you get started, you do what you're good at and have the great idea that you want to declutter an area, then get someone on board and support someone who has the energy, probably more metal element to get it done. And that's also a great way to use your own elemental energy to its advantage. If you tend to have that wood energy when it comes to clutter that Laura was talking about. Okay. So we're going to move on to elemental type number two. So if you, so just listen and see if this sounds like your clutter or declutter style, your declutter style, actually, you get really inspired to purge and you get really happy and warm inside and you're really sure about your like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to declutter my home. But then you find yourself getting really emotional as you start going through everything. You stop, you look at all the photographs, so many great memories from all of these things like, oh my, like this is when, you know, this is when Laura was five years old. I can't let go of this. And then you go from pile to pile and you don't really get much done, but you're like, so inspired. You're like, oh, my heart is just so full. And you really love going through all of the things in your home. And it really is connected to your heart. Like you just like, like I'm doing this now, like you just, you might be thinking like, this is me. And then you actually find yourself putting your hands in your heart right now. And when you really think about it, you want it to look nice, but you don't really care if it actually gets purged. So if that sounds like you, you may have 
a fire energy decluttering style. And fire energy is super heartfelt. It's connected to the heart. It's like that warmth of a candle or the warmth of a um, campfire where everyone gathers around you. So if you have this kind of fire energy, you might tend to really be heart connected to the things that you collect in your home. So our tip is if you need a little bit of support and you seem to embody some fire element energy when it comes to decluttering, you can change maybe your perspective on it and make sure you keep remembering like this is a fun thing. This is something that I can do to really connect with my heart, but it's an exercise to ultimately let things go and look forward to the heart connections, the inspiration that will come from that once you start to get the energy moving. So you can also keep it fun by listening to music, dancing around while you're decluttering, maybe doing it with some loved ones, or you can listen to the Holistic Spaces podcast while you're decluttering. But most importantly, give yourself permission to get as emotional as you need to get a box of Kleenex, or maybe it inspires you to let go of things, but also then connect to loved ones. And just give yourself permission to go through these things, to feel those emotions and to really glean something from them. And, and this actually reminds me of one of my friends, Holly, she studied feng shui with Laura and I, and she was telling me how she had to go through her parents' estate and they had so many wonderful mementos in their home that she really didn't want to let go of. But what she did was she took some inspirational photos of the items and then was able to donate them and made, and made sure that she was donating them to people that would really enjoy them and, and had friends. Like she first had friends come over and pick out what they wanted. And then she took photographs of items and deconstructed the items, but also like, you know, she, so she connected, she acknowledged that heart connection and that emotion, but still let it go to have it move on. Okay. Number three, does this sound like you, you would rather not do this whole decluttering thing at all. (laughs) What is wrong with having stuff that you love anyway, right? It's beautiful. You love collecting things. And these aren't tchotchkes. These are things that you've worked years and years to collect. You love collecting and displaying things because it's really important to you. You love to have things in your home. It makes you happy. Looking at your collections make you happy. And having that stuff surrounding you, it really gives you comfort. You really have comfort. You really love your home. And you love the, all, the, all the little items in that home. And if this sounds like you, that's earth energy. So you are earth style declutterer. And the tip we would say, or the thing to remember when you're, when you're declaring, it's pretty hard for earth people to declutter. Not going to lie. This is probably the ones that's going to find it the most challenging because earth people love 
things like in a good way. They like things in a good way. Like it brings them comfort and, and they're really earth. People are very homey. If you go over to an earth person's home, they will generally offer you food and drink within the first five minutes. So home is really important for them. And so are all the things that they have in the home. And so you know, I would say for you, if you are an earth person and you really feel that you want to get into decluttering, you know, you want to start over, you want to refresh, make sure that these collections that you have are well taken care of. So it's a way to start thinking a little bit differently. So if you can display them and care for them, no problem. And you've organized them and displayed them in a, in a way that you love. Don't worry about what other people think. That's not important. This is why we don't judge here, but it's you have displayed them in the right way. And you'll know whether or not they're actually displayed and organized properly, or if you have boxes and boxes of them that you still haven't got to. So if you can't do that, if you can't have them out and displayed so that you can enjoy them, because that is why you got them, then you should consider removing and donating at least maybe try one item a week, you know, because one item a day could be too much for you one item a day would be one item a week, but, but being deliberate and saying, okay, I'm going to do that for the next nine weeks or whatever we like nine. So, but to think about also to bring in the idea and this earth people will like this is think about how, when you let this item go, it's going to go into someone else's home and it's going to make their home beautiful. So, you know, really starting to, you, you have these things and you have your home set up in a certain way that you love and that's great. But if you have stuff hoarded away or stored away or that you can't display, then it's not really serving the purpose that, you know, that your earth energy loves. I will say, I think my style is more earth, but with other people, it's definitely metal. <laughs> yeah. What, what's, which one do you resonate with more? I feel like you're probably metal actually. Uh, when we get to the end, I'll tell you, because I think I'm a combination of, of one that we haven't done yet, but yeah. Okay. I have, right. I have, yeah, two, I think. Okay. So we're going on to elemental style of decluttering the fourth one. So, so far we've gone through wood, fire and earth. So we have two mm -hmm. left. So just listen up and see if this sounds like your decluttering style. First of all, you don't have a lot of clutter. You are really good at keeping things under control. It's one in one out. Mm -hmm. You make sure it's very balanced. You like things to be organized. There's a place for everything. And you might, you might just describe yourself as a minimalist and you're really good at letting things go. You're like, okay, how soon can I get this out of here? You're like, I got this and I can, and I would, and I can do this for a living. So <laughs> if that sounds like you, you might be a great clutter consultant, but it might also be that you have a metal decluttering style. So metal energy is very sharp, very efficient, very organized, and also really connected to beauty and how things appear as well. One thing Laurel and I want to also know is like what you're not, one of these are not better than the other. It's like, not like you just are what you are and you may have a combination or you may have elements of each of the five in your style, or it may change time to time, depending on who you're interacting with, but this is metal energy. So a tip for metal people or people who have a metal decluttering style is to maybe watch out and not over purge, maybe stop and think a little bit more or feel a little bit, little bit more before you 
let go of something, especially if it belongs to someone else and it's not in your household or it's not in your, it's not part of your belongings. Cause I think metal people might actually like really be good at like letting things go in their home, but it might be something connected to another person in the household. So you can even try keeping some things that really remind you that you are connected to a place or a person or an event that was meaningful to you. And it could just be one thing or a part of something, but instead of just defaulting to purging, 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 and being a minimalist, you could also be a minimalist in the way that you really have meaningful, important things around you. Because in feng shui, we talk about yin and yang energy and yin energy is actually when there's no life. So sometimes when a place is really minimal, like one time I went to a prospective client's apartment. Oh, I guess I did work with her a little bit. Her whole apartment was like white and glossy and she didn't even really live there full time. She was like living half time in Japan and her partner wasn't there. And it, and it was really obvious that there was no, there was no life energy there, that it was just so sterile. So we would recommend like try keeping one thing because, and remember that heart connection to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if this is your energy, you should consider becoming a an organizer. <laughs> Usually, if you like, if this is one hundred percent you, but then you know, in all of these, it's why you have a little. You you won't might most likely be a hundred percent one because then you start to talk about imbalances, and this is where it gets really interesting when we start to use the practice of feng shui. Because then you start to see how uh, using other elements can balance out other, you know, they all keep everything in check. So the last of the five decluttering styles, does this sound like you? The stuff that you have, to be honest, you just don't consider it clutter. How can it be clutter? Because it's so valuable. I mean, it's books, it's art, it's music, it's more books, and then more books, maybe some crystals, but books. And, and that's not, how can books be clutter? right? How? Anyway, this is, you could tell this is probably one that I've got in me, but you also have a little bit of fear about letting things go. How can you let go of books and art? I mean, there's this deep, there's, there's so deep and so much wisdom in there. Like, how can you do that? Right. They're, they're not just things. Also, you would rather sit and contemplate than declutter. So sometimes maybe you would just want to sit there and meditate on why you need to declutter and that's better. And when you go through your books and then as you go through your books to declutter and get rid of them, you just start reading them again. So it's this whole idea of immersing yourself in this wisdom, art, creativity, all this stuff, and knowing that that's probably the thing that you collect the most or have around, and you really have trouble letting it go. A lot of fear around it. That sounds like you. That is water energy. You are water style decluttering. So I would say this is partly me. I have this in me. It is hard. I have a lot of books. I have a lot of art. And what I would say for this that resonates with people is, you know, organize. If your books are organized and displayed and in a bookcase, you know, you can have as many bookcases as you want. I think it looks amazing, right? But just make sure your books are not getting dusty and on the floor. Same with your art, hang your art. I have to say, I see this all the time when I go into clients' places is art leaned against walls. 
and just art and art. And they don't, they're, they're so scared to hang it. Like they're going to hang it in the wrong place or they're going to put it in the wrong spot. Hang your art. Even if you just hang it for like in a temperate, just hang it. You can patch over holes later, hang your art, get it off the floor. Books, art, and creative items should be used and enjoyed right? You know, if this is somebody, if you're a water person, you appreciate that, right? So really start, put your, put yourself in the mindset that when you donate or even when you're, you know, selling, if it's valuable and sometimes there's value in these, you know, think about when you're, when you're letting, giving this, this stuff, another home that it's going to be used and it's going to be enjoyed and people are going to learn from it and gain wisdom from it. And I think that's really important. And that, that stuff that's really connected to water energy is that idea of, of finding depth and meaning in things and purpose. So that's kind of, I have a little bit of that in me. And what would be the other one? Metal? I, I think metal. Yeah. 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 I do have, I have, I have metal, a lot of metal in me, Well, not a lot, but I'm, I try and do one in one out. That's something that I've been trying to do. It's like, I, I sit there and think to myself, if I'm going to get this item, do I really need it? And what, what other can I like donate or remove in order to bring it into my home. So mm-hmm. that's how I think about it. And it's entirely possible that all of these resonate with you. And that's okay mm-hmm. too, because one thing to remember is that the five elements are a system and it's not just about one thing in isolation. So you might again have some of these qualities come out differently based on different types of times of year based on what relationships are in your life, maybe based on if you're helping someone else or if you're in your professional life versus your own home or even different rooms in your home, because there's different circles of influence of the chi and the energy. But uh, I hope you guys had fun with this. Mm -hmm. I think it's fun to think about and have curiosity about why it is that you move through the world in a certain way and, and, and then also start to be curious about other people. And instead of just jumping to a conclusion or judgment or perception on yourself or someone else that you can start to understand and, and really accept everything. So even if you have clutter, it doesn't mean that you have bad feng shui. That's, I think that's, that's the point of this whole podcast today. (laughs) Everything it's all included. Even hoarders can, can use you could have compassion for hoarders as well. <laughs> so that's a different thing. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Laura, for putting this, uh, Laura put this all together for us and it was fun to chat about. And, um, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the holistic spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, you can share it with others, subscribe, or leave a review. You can support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses and our other offerings at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, you can visit our website, online store and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can go to mindfuldesignschool.com, holisticspaces.com. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week.